Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, are WWE about to open the forbidden door? Talks with another promotion have been confirmed. Daniel Bryan thinks WWE wrestlers would look better in other promotions. Braun Strowman secretly broke a WWE record on this week's Raw. And WWE's UK TV network has been put up for sale. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the Rather Late News. A little bit late, innit? Let's kick things off by talking about this WWE working with other promotions story. Are they about to open the door? This kind of feeds nicely into Adam's Daniel Bryan story. Mm. So that's how we'll roll with this one. Reporting this week's Wrestling Observer newsletter from Dave Meltzer. This is kind of interesting, this one. Uh, Talking about how WWE does not like the reputation it has of being the promotion that doesn't work with other promotions. Uh, In this modern wrestling world, they apparently don't like the image that they are not willing to collaborate with other groups. Uh, apparently, WWE's already in talks with Court Bowers MLW, uh, and it would be something along the lines of the old Evolve deal, or the old uh, ECW deal in the 90s, where WWE's developmental talent and people who aren't going on television pretty regularly will be able to go across, get some work, uh, you know, get some reps and everything else. Uh, now, the they're was already reports of something similar to this being in the works, the NXT Evolve deal, uh, which was going to be another WWE show with, you know, a similar type of talent on it, but there's been nothing on that over the past couple of months. Presumably, it's still a spinning plate somewhere in in Titan Towers. Uh, Another goal of this is that WWE apparently want to alleviate the frustration of people who sign with the company and Mm -hmm. then end up not being used on TV because they literally have 260 wrestlers on their roster. Uh... And, you know, there's another facet of this as well. Uh, everybody's over here looking at AEW, working with uh, New Japan, AAA, Impact Wrestling, going, hey, that's modern, that's cool. Those WWE guys, they're old. They're set in their ways. They're not collaborating. Like, it's some kind of rap album. Uh, and the mentality is that while they want to work with other people, and that is very much the mentality at the moment, thanks to Nick can who is growing an influence seemingly by the day uh, whether it comes to fruition is another thing entirely so there are reasons to be you know doubtful of this because Mm -hmm. we've heard it in the past and typically wwe playing with others doesn't work out well 
for the others, right? Uh, goes all the way back to the 80s with what happened with the territories. <laughs> I don't have 200 hours uh, to explain all that here. But even you look at what the British indie scene was when WWE came in and what they've created with NXT UK and everything else, there are reasons to be cynical about a lot of this. Uh, but like I said, this fades really nicely into your Daniel Bryan story here, and uh, it's interesting to consider. Yeah, I love the fact that they're sat there going, why don't people think of us as being able to play well with others? Maybe because of all of your history, WWE. Uh, but as you alluded to there, um, <laughs> Daniel Bryan has been talking about WWE wrestlers working for the promotions and has claimed fans don't realise just how good some of their talent actually is because, well, in his words, WWE doesn't produce a, quote, pure wrestling product. He was chatting with Robbie Fox uh, of Bartool's Barstool Sports on the My Mum's Basement podcast, which is generally one of the best podcasts out there that isn't what culture wrestling's. Uh, and he talked about wrestlers who would look better for the promotion, saying if all of a sudden you saw Cesaro in New Japan, people would be like, this guy is the greatest. I mean, if you're not like that already, I don't know what you're watching, but still. Uh, if you put <laughs> Otis in New Japan, he said, people would be like, holy cow, this guy is amazing. Like Vader from the 90s type vibe. It's just a different presentation. I think it would be a cool and unique contribution in wrestling as far as giving back. Um, you alluded to it there, and I was relieved, as you said, when you talked about them working with MLW, Andy, about them all sort of sending talent there and allowing them to, to get some reps up rather than having MLW talent pop up on WWE TV because look at what happens when they bought WCW and how that played out. But this is something that fans have been crying out for for a long, long time, isn't it? And uh, like you say, it's 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 a dream. I don't think it's ever going to be truly feasible to have that truly sort of back and forth exchange of talent with Vince McMahon at the helm. But we can hope, yeah. I suppose. I mean, it's a Friday. I'm feeling good about life. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of this utopian picture of everyone working together in this nice, warm, collaborative, big hug wrestling environment where there's no hostilities and everyone just wants everyone else to do well. But the reality of the situation for WWE for the past 40 years since Vince McMahon Jr. came to power has been aggressive expansion at the expense of everyone else. That's That's what it is. That's... History, you can't rewrite those books. That's what they did with the territories back in the 80s and everything else. And it's what they've done with the British indie scene. And, you know, it's it's great to sit here and go, hey, Cesaro in New Japan would be really cool because Cesaro in New Japan yeah. would be really, really cool. Um, but you've always got to arm's length these things, in my opinion. Now, Brian has also said um, that he's been talking to WWE about the prospect of doing this, about letting people go elsewhere and, and do a tour in the UK or Japan or wherever else. And again, all very utopian. Um, but the grumpy old prick in me um, <laughs> does not see this happening, at least not to this extent, and uh, certainly doesn't see this joyous ideal of everything being happy and butterflies and meadows and, and just this beautiful, warm wrestling community. You, you don't know who you're playing with here sometimes. And uh, uh, WWE is a pretty cutthroat organization. So this there we go. very much strikes me as WWE just sort of putting that out into the ether so they can say, well, we tried. We tried. We tried. It's not awful. They didn't want to work with us. It's like, well, no, you just... People know what's going to happen if they get into a relationship with you. Um, and look, I think it's been highly beneficial for everyone across the board when it comes to like AAA, AEW, uh, sure. Impact Wrestling, New Japan. I, I, in an ideal world, we'd love to see that sort of exchange of talent left, right and centre. I still think there's going to be loggerheads between AEW and WWE and, and even, you know, if someone... Like, we've seen people move from 
Impact or New Japan or wherever, and WWE just go, oh, we don't want to talk about what you did before then. We'll just start you again now and let you learn wrestling all over again so you know what the WWE style is. And yeah, Cesaro obviously would look better. And Otis obviously would look better in, in other promotions. But for the time being, the WWE style is what it is. And I don't think, as you said, Andy, that's going to change any time soon. Yeah, and all the respect in the world to Daniel Bryan, but that is the first time ever I have heard anyone compare Otis and Vader. Interesting one. Um, <laughs> I like Otis and I like Vader, but that, that's weird to me. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk about Braun Strowman on this week's episode of Raw. Did you know, dear viewer, probably not because this is a weird record, but did you know that Braun Strowman made history on this week's episode of Raw? Uh, this has been fact-checked by the WWE Stats and Info Twitter account who claim to have gone through nearly 1,000 records to confirm it. But on Raw, Braun Strowman became the first wrestler in WWE history on television uh, and also the history of WCW and ECW as well uh, to wrestle a singles match, a handicap match and a tag team match on the same evening. These things involving Drew McIntyre, T-Bar, and Mace, of course, whole smorgasbord of weirdness this week. Uh, eventually ended up with him getting in the WrestleMania Backlash uh, WWE title match. So <laughs> it worked out quite well for him in the end. Uh, I don't really know what, what else to say other than it's probably not something that he's going to put on his resume, but it's kind of interesting. No, I'm a man who loves a good start and congratulations to Braun Strowman for achieving this. Don't think it's something WWE should be boasting about, if I'm perfectly honest. <laughs> but yeah, well done. I don't, I don't, Guess so. I don't know why he needed to all three. He was already booked in a tag match, and then maybe he wanted this. Maybe that's why he started the show off because he wanted this. So he said, "I'll do a handicap match," and we all know what's going to happen with bloody T-Bar and Mason. Then we'll get a tag match, and then hopefully down the line I'll get a uh, I'll get a singles match. Who knows? Who cares? Uh, let's conclude by talking uh, about BT Sport here in the UK. They are WWE's British broadcasting partner and they have been put up for sale. This was originally reported by The Telegraph. Uh, talks apparently at a preliminary stage. It could be a full sale for BT Sports uh, sports broadcasting arm. It could be a partnership. It could just be a stake to raise outside investment. BT, uh, a quote is saying, BT confirmed that, can confirm that early discussions are being held with a number of select strategic partners uh, to explore ways to generate investment investment, strengthen our sports business and help take it to the next stage in its growth. Uh, according to reports, the likes of Amazon, Disney and DAZN amongst the companies that the talks have already been held with. Interesting times, Andy. Yeah, it's the future of sports content and probably all media television content is these streaming services and, and other media providers like Amazon and DAZN coming in and making big acquisitions. Uh, this is something that Nick Khan has actually talked about a lot recently. Uh, and he kind of forecasted stuff like this happening with Amazon, mentioning them by name in particular. So yeah, interesting story to follow for sure. Uh, WWE's on, on, I think it's BT Sport 1. Mm -hmm. the channel that they're on I just stick it to record every week and pay no attention to the actual channel um, and watch it in the morning at like 4am <laughs> but um, yeah I mean there's not much we can really pick apart here until like a deal emerges but it's one to follow for sure and one that could impact WWE's business in the United Kingdom and we will of course keep you updated as any developments come through uh, like you say Andy I'm worried for this purely because it could really balls up my routine because I'm a creature yeah, of habit and I'll be there going what What's happening? What's going on here? Uh, anyway, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At WhatCultureWWE, of course. Uh, first question day comes from birthday boy himself, Joe Dugdale. Happy birthday, Joe. Joe says, today is my 50th birthday, so if I was in the US, I wouldn't matter anymore. I've not had time oh, to watch AEW, but would I be better off forgetting about WWE and jumping ship? 
happy birthday, first and foremost. Very happy birthday to you. Um, it's a tough question because it, what, what do you prefer from your pro wrestling at the end of the day is what it comes down to. The thing about WWE is that it's a big time sink, right? Three hours on a Monday, two hours on a Friday, one hour on, uh, sorry, another two hours on the Tuesday if you want to watch NXT as well. And then you can sit here and do NXT UK, you can do 205 Live, it's a lot of content. AEW is a lot less demanding in that regard because Dark and Dark Elevation are not things you need to watch every minute of every single week. So I would say that it's tough to break the habit. Uh, I've been watching WWE since I was, since 1992. I was four years old when mm. I started watching this stuff. Um, but if it's no longer worth your time, if you are sitting there on a Monday and you're spending three hours watching it and going, I don't enjoy this, mm. try something else. Absolutely. You might find that AEW might not be for you. You might go and watch Dynamite and go, oh no, actually, I like Raw and SmackDown more than this. And that might give you a new appreciation of, of, of WWE's product. But exploring in pro wrestling, I think personally, is a very healthy habit. And whenever someone uh, is not enjoying what they're watching, I've always found personally that the way to alleviate that and the way to get back into wrestling is to watch something new. Mm. Uh, and yeah, I would suggest that to yourself entirely. Give AEW a try. It might be for you. If it's not for you, maybe you go back to Raw or SmackDown and you'll like it even more. Yeah, I tweeted moaning about Raw this week and someone said, why don't you stop watching it? And I was like, kind of important get for paid. my job to watch, to watch yeah. Raw. Uh, I think if it, <laughs> if it was me, I would probably, uh, you know, in terms of it, what free time I had, I would probably just stop watching Raw and I'd still watch NXT yeah. and SmackDown and uh, dip my toe in occasionally to Impact Wrestling and, of course, watch AEW Dynamite. But, yeah, I think the beauty of this, Joe, is is if next week you decide, you know what, I'm, next week in the spare time that I have, because I realise not everyone has the time like we do to watch wrestling every single day or it's really a blessing that we get it every single bloody day right now. Um Oh, blessing in disguise. Maybe a blessing and a curse. Yeah, that's the best way of describing it's it. It's both, yeah. I would say, I would say, yeah, next week, don't watch WWE, watch AEW, see what you feel about it, because at the end of the day, when you go back to WWE in two weeks, if you think, actually, I'm going to go back to what I know and what I enjoy, they treat you like an idiot, they'll explain everything. You won't have missed a single bloody thing, don't worry. Uh, second question today comes from Jake, 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 who says, what would you say to transitioning both Alexa Bliss and Bray Wyatt to being comedy characters? I feel like get a, more, a lot more out of Bliss and Wyatt trying to be dark and mysterious as the rest of the roster no-sells them <laughs> as scary characters. Andy Murray, spooky bollocks. Funny spooky bollocks. What do you reckon? I tell you what, Jake, man. These characters are already comedy characters in my eyes. Uh, they have kind of passed the threshold of me being annoyed by certain things in the act to just kind of laughing at it because it's silly and it's stupid. Um, a lot of people would be very unhappy if they leaned into that. A lot of people are still really into The Fiend and Alexa Bliss, and fair enough, more power to them. Wrestling is subjective. Uh, but from my perspective, they're already there. So here we are. Yeah, I, I do now. Now you suggest this, Jake, want to see R-Truth in a Five Life Funhouse match going through his entire <laughs> wrestling career. <laughs> remember, that time he, remember that time he went really serious and healed because he smoked. <laughs> Ooh, careful lads uh, right final question today comes from Mad Geek Tom great to handle that uh, Tom says hello if you could fantasy book a WCPW or Defiant wrestler for one of the major promotions who hasn't signed to one already who would it be and how would you book them I'd love to see Rory Coyle in AEW or Impact wreaking nice. havoc and giving everyone a video nasty yeah Roy, Rory Very Coyle nice. was great in Defiant yeah very unique as well um 
It's tough because so many people who competed for WCPW and Defiant are now signed to major mm. wrestling promotions, and that's great, obviously. Um, you know what? I'm going to take a shortcut answer and be a little nerd. Simon Miller is the loveliest man yes! in the universe and deserves the loveliest things in the universe. Get that man on on any wrestling show and have him beat up some little person that's smaller than him. Everyone's smaller than him because he's huge, and it would be a lot of fun. Let's do that. Yeah, a lot. Like you say, a lot of the guys are doing stuff. Rampage doing stuff in NXT UK. I know Gabriel Kids uh, in New Japan and it's got bloody church now. Uh, the only one I can really <laughs> think of, and it's the easy answer, it's the go-to answer we go to very often on these sorts of things. Speedball Mike Bailey, uh, phenomenally talented guy. He's had issues, I think, with visas and stuff in terms of getting in America. I believe it's kind of maybe all right now. So I'd like to see him in in AEW or in WWE. Book him well. Let him to do his. Let him do his mad stuff because he's he had some of the best matches I saw in WCPW and Defiant, and he's just so talented. And any promotion would be would be lucky to have him. Uh, let's move on to today's and finally. Uh, and speaking of questions and answers, we had uh, CM Punk uh, doing a recent Q and A on Twitter uh, and being asked about the best thing in wrestling right now. And his answer, Andy Murray. The QAnon stable in NXT. I just thought I'd give that a little bit of a mention today. <laughs> I saw this. I popped. And uh, very good. Very good, Phil Brooks. Well don't done. start in the comments. <laughs> please don't. Uh, yeah, let don't. us know your thoughts on that and all today's things that we've discussed in the comment section down below, though. Uh, and don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on your iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. I believe by the time this goes out, our SmackDown preview will be up. We've got Wrestle Culture with a hashtag Bloody Good Quiz later on today as well. Uh, whilst you're there on Twitter, you can follow both of us. I think I know what the H is going to stand for today, but you can follow Andy Murray at... Follow me, it's Andy H. Murray. The H today stands for Happy Birthday, Michael Hamflit. There are not many people of his age in the wrestling media game, so send him your love today, please. He will be very appreciative, and you can catch him on NXT UK at some point in the near future. Send him some diesel gifts to make him happy. Happy uh, birthday, Michael Hamflit. Follow me at Adam Will. We'll follow us all at What Culture WWE. But for now, my thanks, Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 